This episode of Right at the Fork is brought to you by Leanne Bach, who is sitting mere feet from us right now, Chris. She's been so wonderful to sponsor this podcast for over a year now, or going Already? on a year, somewhere around there. Wow. Um, and finally have her in the studio. She wanted to see this vast empire that <laughs> yeah. we have here. Yeah. So uh, great to have her here. You have big news. You've just moved. I did. I did. I made a, a transition. Nothing has changed about me or my service to my clients, but I made a move to a company who I just feel is um, a lot more involved in the community, uh, which I am. And they just kind of support or they really support a lot of the beliefs that I have. And um, we give back to the community and it just, it's just, it's living room real estate. So it is what it sounds like. All of our offices have um, a living room in the middle of some cool neighborhood in Portland and at the coast. I, There's I one next that. to you, right? Yeah, my my <laughs> old landlord was the guy out there, Hans. Oh, yeah, okay. So, and they're all, they do really well out there. It's it's a pleasure to see them. And their marketing is fantastic. It, so it, I think you got some yes. good support. Yeah, and we're we're tenured agents. So I really respect my, my peers and... We may, we, we're, we're a good set. And so the reason that Leanne has sponsored this podcast is because she's into the food scene yeah. and a lot. You know, I know your listeners are not going to listen to you to listen to me, but they're my, my friends. So many of my friends are in the food business, whether they're making booze, wine, beer, serving, they're sommeliers. Um, and a lot of them have made up my clientele over the years. So I just figured if that's my peer group, then why not support that and support your show? Because I love listening to you guys. Well, we we appreciate that. It's been meant the world to us. So to link up with Leanne, you just go to livingroomre.com. That's livingroomre.com. Right. And you can uh, link up that way or just go to rightatthefork.com and click on Leanne's picture. Once again, for Gary the Foodie's restaurant update here on the Right at the Fort podcast with your hosts, Chris Angelus from Portland Food Adventures. And your Court Johnson from Kink Mornings. Yeah, it's this is the, a great time where we get to find out if you're not following Gary on the uh, Right at the Fork Instagram or Twitter where, Which, he's, where he's been. More people are following that now. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Gary, yep. for being such a prolific poster. You're welcome. For, but, by the way, that's Food Podcast PDX. Yeah, that's uh, the Food Podcast. That's what you search for. Uh, but you know, not every place you go to, Gary, ends up there, which is great for us to chat with you and find out uh, what new places you've been to or what's great older places you've returned to. Thanks. Yeah, I'm and uh, back. I guess I'm back to Gary the Foodie. I supposed to Gary the Glutton. I, I, Are we I, discussing that? Why that is? Well, there's some friends pulled me aside, on, not at one time, but they said you really need to go back to carry the foodie. I mean, that's what you're known as. Don't be embarrassed by it. Uh, I agree. And, yeah. And and why change? And and then, of course, it's a little confusing because then you're posting the food podcast PDX, which we're very happy about because that was a little sleepy for us. Um, and now you're bringing it to life with some beautiful uh, shots of not only food, but the great folks that you're going out to eat and i dare say drink with mm-hmm. uh yeah i'm feeling the effects today thanks olga thanks dave mm-hmm. um <laughs> uh, 
what what happened was another thing that happened was I was at Qua restaurant in San Francisco and, and they sent me out my ticket my, and, and it said it didn't it didn't have Gary Okazaki even though that's how I reserve uh, my reservation it was a Gary the foodie that's yeah. my name and that also kind of solidified me going back to Gary the foodie one of the greatest restaurants in the world know me as that I shall be that's, Gary the foodie that's quite flattering so. I'm going to guess that at some point you're going to go back to that Instagram. So we're happy. We hope that when you do, if you do, that you're still posting a little bit to ours because you're able to get out. The reason we're doing these reports um, uh, is because you're able to get out a lot more than Court and I are. So uh, we have a couple of our own. I don't know, Court, if you have some of yours you know, this week. Which is crazy with uh, March traditionally being Portland Dining Month. Isn't that what the... Right. You didn't get out for one of I, the... I didn't get out hardly. I did make it to Higgins once again, which is easy for me to do. Right. And I just got to say, I had the... It, it's their um, Toulouse sausage sandwich. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been thinking about it. It's been a week. I've been thinking about it ever since because, like, everything was perfect on that thing. The relish, the sausage, the bread. Oh, it was, it was great. So Gary, but so Court's mentioning that as like the new restaurant update. He's a little right, that's, bit behind. No, I'm not, I know, but <laughs> I'm saying that's the place I went to and experienced. No, I know, and that's what we're here to talk about. And Gary, you're not always mentioning brand new restaurants. We're just talking about some great places. Mm-hmm. Here's the cool yeah. thing about Portland, and it's very important, and I believe this. We have so many new restaurants, and it's great, but sometimes you have to stop and take stock and go and experience the restaurants that have been around for a long time that sometimes have new chefs and new blood and new menus or sometimes they don't you know like the ringside steakhouses of portland which you know have been oh, doing the same well, thing actually, for I was there. decades I was, just to inter- inter- interject quickly uh, yeah i was there this past month and it's such a timeless restaurant i walked in and bobby darren was singing mac the knife and i know it was remodeled in the last i guess like five years ago but it, it does feel very very timeless and i mean you get this onion rings are iconic mm-hmm. the, the 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 what really impressed me is the service the service is truly truly outstanding maybe the the best in portland wow and i just brought that up kind of pulled it out of out of my hat but um yeah you know when i i was talking about this the other night uh when i was a kid and going to restaurants and my parents took me to restaurants. We were going to places that had been there for years and years and years and served the same, never changed, maybe a special, but the menu was the same in, you know, 1980 that it was in 1940. And the same thing with ringside. I'm sure I know it's evolved, but I'm sure that menu isn't very different other than prices than it was years ago. And uh, you know what you're going to get. You absolutely know. And it's a great dining experience. So my point is, that there are places like that around that have been here for a long time that are every they're they're just as worthy of a visit as the new places, even though we're featuring the new places because people are interested to know about those. So some new ones, Gary, for you. Uh, the one new one that I went to this past well, I went more to more than one, but I can't talk about the other one yet. Uh, it was Chilino, which is. A, a restaurant right across the street from the New Seasons on Fremont in Williams, and it's owned by, co-owned by Johnny Leach, who used to work for David Chang in his Momofuku Empire, and also co-owned by Dave Hadal, who was who worked for Donald Link, um, in in one of his New Orleans restaurants. But he also was a sous chef at Chico, and it's a it's a, I guess he they use the term inauthentic Mexican 
restaurant. Yeah, taking a page from Johanna Ware. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was just, yeah, yeah, and uh, cause they're friends, I, I believe. Joanna, because Joanna also worked for David. Chang, oh, so too. do you think he got? Do you think he got her okay to use inauthentic Mexican? <laughs> I don't know. I know she went in there. I mean, she, I know she's been in there. Um, but I, I, it's a really, I, it, you know what? At this point, I know it's so early. I've, I went twice. I went like two out of the first three days. It, it was open, and it's my favorite Mexican restaurant in Portland right now. There's, the, 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 it means it's, it's. I know it's so early, and I would say that, but I, I love their their chips and salsas. My God, the salsa rojo and the tomatillo and Thai basil, and then they have a peanut and ancho salsa. So go there. Even have some, having something seemingly as simple as a chips and salsa is. I I really 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 enjoyed it. Um, and they they have a number of tostadas on their on their menus. I guess that's probably the the one the one area they really focus on. And my favorites were the the pighead tostada and the cauliflower tostada. Oh, but that I sounds think, good. Cauliflower yeah, I think I think the Tolino's future is bright. I think they'll kill it for lunch, especially given that location. I've heard good things from quite a few people now. So, uh, and it hasn't. How long has it been open? Like a week or two, right? Two weeks. I think two weeks. And we're recording this on the first day of spring. Happy spring, yep. by the way. Mm-hmm. We're going to get Thank some you. sun, more sun soon. Uh, so just to give everyone a re- some relativity to when it op- or uh, uh, benchmark. Did, did you have you gone to any new restaurants this month? Uh, well, I was at so last night I was driving into town and I was deciding between Garrow and uh, BY Bless Your Heart Burgers BYH Burgers at uh, Pine Street Market. So I decided to go for the burger. And as I sit down, I'm looking at my Instagram and I'm sort of Facebook and I see uh, John Gorham posting from Garrow saying how great it was. So I thought that was kind of interesting. But I liked uh, I liked the burger a lot um, at uh, BYH at Pine Street. It's uh, reasonable, tasty, juicy, and I did not get the full-on BYH burger. I just got the classic single. I think the double would have been a lot, uh, a lot of burger. Do you remember how much, do you remember how much it was? Yeah, six fifty um, okay. for the burger. The double is nine, and the BYH with fries? not with fries. Fries are a la carte, but I got an order of fries for two bucks. Not a big deal. And okay. um, and that quarter pound burger, because I asked him how large the patty was, certainly ends up to be a larger quarter pound burger than a McDonald's quarter pounder. That's for sure. Hmm. Um, and it was juicier and tasty, and you know it's everything that. They're not going to just uh, throw anything out there if it's a John Gorham restaurant. And the potato bun, which I, it's a Martin's potato bun, uh, I believe. I think they're flying it in uh, from Philadelphia. Uh, at least that's what I was told. Uh, was really good. Um, I also have been to Ware's. We mentioned Johanna Ware. I went to Ware's at the Zipper and had a nice lunch with my friend Joy Church and um, enjoyed that a lot. It was reminiscent of the old small wares, easier to get to, um, for me anyway. Uh, I enjoyed that, and I think, you know, Johanna's always done um, great, put great dishes on a plate, and uh, we had some nice noodles there. Um, Where else? I've been back to Han Oak a few times on the Monday nights for their fried chicken, getting into that. I stopped into Toro 2.0, Toro Bravo, um, just to see the decor, have a little party. It's pretty cool. They got a nice little, the alcove there. 
And the last one, because I'm going to get back to you, Gary, as long as I'm doing this, was uh, Pastrami Zombie, which isn't that new. It's been around, we now know, for eight months, I think. Um, and I had a really nice pastrami sandwich and a visit with Melissa McMillan there, who we will be having on the podcast shortly, actually. Great. And that, by the way, I can't just let it go by. That pastrami was awesome. Uh, oh, and yeah. I'm not just saying that. It was really, ju- it's, it's Montreal style. And interestingly, interestingly enough, she has not been to Montreal, the Schwartz's. Have you been to Schwartz's in Montreal? No. Oh, man. One of those, you know, Court was just talking about not being able to forget what he ate at Higgins. Yeah. I still can, I still, uh, 17 years after the fact, my first time I was there, I still can remember that. You can recall that that sandwich. Well, I just, uh, it's on my mind. Like, it would draw me to Montreal just to go, hey, Montreal's a good destination. I can go to Schwartz's Mm. and then go from there. So uh, her sandwich was fantastic and it was, uh, and it was kind of a, Cold day, so eating a sandwich outside was well worth it. What do you got? What else you got there, Gary? Uh, before I begin, I wanted to just quickly go over the beer uh, finalists lists were released um, last week. So yes. we have a number of beer finalists. I'm going to mostly focus on 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 the restaurant and chef category. In 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 on best chef Northwest, we have uh, you know Greg and Gabby from Ox. They're finalists as are. Katie Millard from Coquine and Jessica Woodward from Castagna. And then Ken Forkish is was nominated as a finalist for Outstanding Baker. And Clyde Common was named a finalist for Outstanding Bar Program. Am I missing any? Oh, yeah, you know what? And as far as this isn't the restaurant chef category, but my dear friend Karen Brooks is a finalist along with Jonathan Gold of the LA Times and Bill Addison of International. Uh, for She's a finalist for the Craig Claiborne Distinguished Restaurant Review Award, James Beard category. Oh, good so for that's, her. That's great. That's an incredible honor to be named alongside Jonathan Gold and Bill Addison. I uh, hope she wins. And I'm also so. going to say, if someone, want, if someone from out of town or even in town is listening and they want to do a James Beard tour... Uh, to go to those places that you just mentioned, and that's all they do. Because, by the way, I have a friend who's got a, a cupcake business that was on Cupcake Wars, and she said, in, in New Haven, and she said, there are people from Germany, come, or Europe, that come over to, that do all the Cupcake Wars uh, restaurants wow. or bakeries. So I'm sure there are people who come to certain cities and they just do the James Beard tour. If someone was going to do that, and come to this city, man, we'd be well represented to have them go to Ox and Coquine and Castagna um, and, and Ken's Bakery or uh, Ken's Place, any of Ken's places. Well, we'll see how we do um, this year because last year we were finalists in you know, some of the same categories and we came up empty. Yeah, but we've uh, got most of the Northwest, right? More than Seattle. Pardon? There are more nominees from Portland than from Seattle, right? I think we've got... Did- more than half the nominees are from Portland. We got a good shot. Oh, best chef uh, Northwest. Yes. Yeah, yes. Actually, maybe maybe not. With three Portlanders and two Seattle, what if they split votes? The, the Seattle um, it split votes evenly. Then then it helps the Seattle chefs because <laughs> well, there are fewer of them. That's true. But I still think no matter. Look, if you're in the if you're nominated in that category, you're great. And then it comes down to just probably politics. Who wins? 
or right. that or math, as you just stated. Math. That, exactly. Uh, so that may be the, the determining factor. Which is unfortunate. Yeah, well, um, it is what it is. I went to uh, the, 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 the one meal that really surprised me last month. Because his, his food is always conceptually intriguing. But he, he put it all together last month for one meal. And it became uh, a surprisingly intriguing, creative, uh, hour and a half, two hour dinner. And it was Jolly Led, Vince Wynn. I I've been I've been going to his pop up since the very very beginning. Uh, I knew he had, he's done three stints at Castagna. I've seen him when he was at sous chef at Two Michelin Star Qua, and he just he just, he's doing a pop up every Monday night at Longbon, and he just he just crushed it uh, last month. Uh, his his food is maybe not for everyone's taste because it's very it can be very unusual. Uh, but I, that meal that I had, if you could do that time after time after time, because it changes the, me- the menu frequently, mm-hmm. if he could be consistent, it'd be one of the top five, you know, restaurants in Portland, even though it's not really a restaurant, but it's a, a pop-up, but I'm my sure. highlights include... My Isn't highlights that his goal, like a, someday to be a restaurant? I, I, I think so. I don't know if in Portland, uh, he's talked about the wine country before, but I, I hope he doesn't code the wine country but he wants to but because i'm i don't really spend much time in the wine country uh but some of his my favorite dishes included a beets and black lime dish a raw squash and uni dish yeah raw squash raw squash and uni who knew those two things to go together but it did and he had a chewy yolk and pepper dish that was outstanding go to my Flickr account and type in jolly lad um, and then you can find the meal that I had there and look at all the pictures and my ratings, things like that. Um, last month, I also went to Duck House, which is near Portland State University. It's a That's Chinese restaurant. That's the second time I've heard of that in three days, and I'd never heard of it before. Is that new? It's, no, it's been about a year. Okay. Maybe longer. I don't know. I, the first time I, it was the first time I went. It was last month. Jules and I went. And I was, I was, I think they're the best XLBs in Portland. Go for the Shaolong Bows. And I also, I have this thing where I order some, I have some really standard dishes, like it has sweet and sour chicken, which is fine. But I also ordered, um, I tried to order weird dishes. And at the meal, during the meal, I ordered um, a fun dish called, it was called intestines and tofu in a spicy gravy hot pot. It was, it was great. I loved it. Yeah, anything with intestines, I guess I'm drawn to intestines. Mm. Okay, we'll remember that. Now. Okay, yeah, just feed me intestines, you make me happy. Uh, I also went to a very old standby ch- Chinese bakery that's been here for decades. I mean, you know, when I was a little kid, I can remember going to King's Bakery on 82nd. Have you ever been? Either no, of you? No, no. It's, nope. Yeah, it's, it's just one of those places where you walk in and everyone there is nation speaking usually chinese they they make the best um egg custard tart and their sesame balls are great barbecue pork buns they have chicken pie buns um it's it's just it's just an you know really truly uh timeless again i use that word timeless and iconic uh, chinese bakery on 82nd i think this cross street nearest to it is division Okay, nice. And I also 
have gone on so many crawls this past month, and I, 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 I uh, probably my not against, nothing against all my other crawls, but one of my favorites this month was something they did with um, Peter Cho and Sun Young Park, his wife, and we did Rue Davenport, Davenport, Barcasa Valle, Chilino, and Coquine in one night. Wow, and, that's some list. Yeah, so my highlights included like a pate burger at, during the happy hour menu at Rue, a chicken liver mousse from Coquine, the Agnolati from Davenport, the octopus from Bar Casavale, and I've already talked about Chilino. So that's, I mean, that's what happens when I just do restaurant crawls. I've done a drinking crawl. I did a drinking crawl last night. That's why. <laughs> does do that not, mean crawling home, or is that actually? Yeah, it's just I feel I do not feel good. I'm just tired. It's one o'clock, man. You're not with it yet. No, I was out to like one thirty. I woke up at like five thirty. Oh, okay. Yeah, but it was. It's kind of a brief update this month, I guess, for me. When's the crawl tonight to take care of today's uh, hung No, no, I, no, nothing. <laughs> he's, he's staying no. in tonight. <laughs> there, there's, well, tomorrow night there's a Justin Woodward, Ryan Roadhouse collaboration dinner that is going to, it should be oh, spectacular. That's, I've yeah, seen Eater, that, yeah. yeah, Eater PDX called it possibly one of the most memorable dinners in Portland this year. We'll see. Oh, they've already had it? No, well, that's what they, that's what oh, they said. The, oh, they, the, they, the, they, the, they predicted. The idea possibly. Of, of it, yes. Yeah. Well, so I won't see you at Deadshot tonight. I was thinking of going to Deadshot. No. Okay. I'm just. I gotta go to sleep. I gotta take. <laughs> I have some errands to run later in the night. Anyway, I'm insulted, late, man. Night. You're doing all these crawls with everybody else, and then when I say, "Hey, let's go out," I'm going to sleep. <laughs> well, Dad comes first. Gotta okay. take care of Dad tonight. Oh, that's. I, I'm with you on that. Good. All right. Well, take care of Dad. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks, Gary. Thank you. Right at the Fork is brought to you by Leanne Bach of Living Room Realty. Leanne Bach's years of experience can help you buy or sell in any cycle, including Portland's hot market right now. Work with someone who's in step with the Portland food world, just as you are, and gives back to her community. Just head to livingroomre.com and search for Leanne Bach or find a link to Leanne's contact info and listings on rightatthefork.com. Zupans, unsurpassed quality from the best meats and wines to local baked goods, fresh flowers, and an extensive craft beer selection. Step into Zupans and be inspired for your next meal. Food-loving customers as well as local chefs know that Zupans is the place to find the very best Northwest Bounty in Portland, West Burnside, Southwest McAdam, and Lake Oswego. Local and family-owned for over 40 years. Zupan's Markets. Ristretto Roasters. All five gorgeous Ristretto Roaster shops in the Portland metro region feature superior locally roasted coffee served with a smile. Stop in today for a satisfying cup or a bag or two to go. Close to you on North Williams, Northeast Cooch, Northwest Nikolai, Southwest in the Old Oregonian Building, or Coin Tower. Online at rrpdx.com. Ristretto Roasters. Since 2005, Portland's finest. Portland Food Adventures. Did you know you can eat and drink your way through Europe with chefs like Atala's Jose Chesa and Lardo's Rick Giancarelli? Join Right at the Fork host Chris Angeles and his great chef friends for these trips of a lifetime to Barcelona and Tuscany in September and October. Get to PortlandFoodAdventures.com, click on the blog tab to see pricing and itineraries, or call Chris for more info while there's still room. Right at the Fork is hosted and produced by Chris Angeles and Court Johnson. Intro music by Ariel Varinas. Find links to her music in the show notes section. 
Connect with us on Twitter and Instagram at Food Podcast PDX or on Facebook at Right at the Fork or online at rightatthefork.com. Together.